You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Jerry Jones is coming up live at 8.30. It's not fist pump time, Bobby oh. Bell. Live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Trying to get you closer to the holiday break here on your home of America's team. So we got JJ at 8.30. But first, NFL overreactions or not with RJ Choppy back from the stomach bug. Yeah, thank God. That was was pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. But NFL overreactions or not, let's just start it off with the Cowboys. Okay. The Cowboys are not a Super Bowl contender. Bobby? Right now, they are not. So, no, it's not an overreaction right now. Obviously, things can evolve. But if you're talking about right now, no, it's not an overreaction. If this team plays like they are right now into the playoffs, they're not. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to see them winning a second-round playoff game right now. But it's I think it's funny for the amount of people who would agree with us saying that they're not just because they lost a 17-point lead against Jacksonville and not the previous three or four weeks with the way that they have been playing. Look, this is going to come down to warts, in my opinion. You got to compare your, everybody's got warts, right? How do our warts look versus everybody else? The Cowboys warts right now are Kelvin Joseph, run defense, number two receiver, and then wild card at quarterback. Like, what are you going to get? Are you going to get, Really, really, really good Dak like you got against Jacksonville, or are you not going to get that? So let's just compare our warts to everybody else. Tampa can't run. Tampa can't score. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, San Francisco, we don't think, has a quarterback that can win a shootout and put you over the top. Uh, Philadelphia right now is a banged-up quarterback. Can they win a shootout if it's pass versus pass? I mean, our, our warts right now are the biggest amongst the NFC contenders unless I'm missing some of the problems with the others. Yeah, I mean, like, if you by contenders, you just mean, like, Dallas, San Francisco, Philly. Yeah, because, like, Tampa and stuff, no. Um, what, what are the Philadelphia and San Fran warts that I didn't bring up? Um, no, I, I mean, I think you got it. I think that's exactly what it is. Questions for Philly about their quarterback health. They were struggling with the run for a while there. They, they mm-hmm. haven't had issues with that lately. Um, and while they run a lot and they can get a lot of yards, they haven't always been efficient running the ball. They're, they're, they're not like just picking up six yards a carry every time. But so that's I'm, it. I'm going to say it's not an overreaction. The Dallas Cowboys are not true Super Bowl contenders right now, as I've been saying for the past month. Fair. Now, listen, if, if, if Jalen Hurts is out, for an extended period of time, yeah, the Cowboys' second-round matchup today would be at Philadelphia. I'm really disappointed that Hurts isn't playing Saturday because I, I thought this was a a a a seed to plant of doubt in Philly's mind if the Cowboys beat them or beat them down. 
Uh, I, well, that and look, I want to ask Jerry, like, you know, does does he does he want players? Does he want when he plays another team? You know, we always talk about like, do you want the other team's players to be hurt? You know, or do you want to play them at full strength and really get an idea on your team? Hmm. You know, like like how how, how does he view that? Okay, um, measuring uh, stick, measuring stick, measuring stick. Next one. Should I go with the interceptions one or stay away from that? Well, you brought it up a little bit earlier. So right, save that one. Miami's game in Buffalo. Was that another Dak topic with the interceptions? Kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Miami's game in Buffalo was a win-loss. You answer this first. I, I got to say, I, I thought they were going to get worked in this game. Uh, they have not played great football the last couple of weeks. Uh, third straight, you know, another road game for them. Uh, in and, those conditions. In those conditions with that, you know, usually it's generally pretty windy in Buffalo. Yeah. Cold. There was questions about Tua, his arm strength, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I, I thought this was a really good showing for them. I agree. I think it was a win-loss. Robert? Tua, 17-30, 234, two touchdowns. QBR was a 54. Mostert went crazy in this one. 136, Jalen Waddle, three for 114, and Tyreek had nine catches. Yeah, I, I thought that Tua was going to get exposed in that weather. Yeah, I uh, I say it's just a loss-loss. Uh, look, I, I, I looked this up earlier. All six of Miami's losses this year came against teams that heading into Sunday were fi- uh, above 500. They don't beat winning teams. And I know they beat Buffalo in Miami. Yeah, but it was without, you know, Jordan Poyer and a bunch of other guys that were missing. They just, they lose to good football teams. And so I think it's, they've got to start beating them. So no, it's just a loss loss. You can't take moral victory out of that. So me and you are higher on Miami as a threat than Bobby. I, yeah. I still wouldn't want to face him in the postseason. I wouldn't either. Uh, now, I don't think that, you know, they're, they're certainly, they would be, to be, if they were in the NFC, I'd be like, okay, this has got a real chance to, to upset Philadelphia. In the AFC, though, you got to go through KC. You got to go through Buffalo. We haven't even gotten to Cincinnati. Man, look at this. There's just nothing but streaky. Mm-hmm. Three straight wins, three straight losses, five straight wins, three straight yeah. losses. Totally That's their streaky. season. Totally streaky. That's the whole year. Yeah, it really is. Uh, okay, next one. The Vikings are the luckiest team since the 07 Giants. Uh, how about the 11 Giants? Them too. Yeah. That like, I mean, they that was a bad football team. Um, no, not an overreaction, unless you include the 2016 Rangers. But no, not an overreaction. Not an overreaction. They have are they nine and zero in one score games yeah. or something like that? Crazy number. It's crazy. It's unsustainable. Well, we're in week fifteen. You, yeah, but you're gonna get in the playoffs. They're gonna lose. I Fair. think so as well. I mean, it's just Justin Jefferson, man. Pretty much. No one stops him. No one stops him at all, but yes, the Minnesota Vikings are lucky. Not okay. an overreaction. All right. I love that you threw in the Giants shot, though. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, because, you know, I was thinking, like, you know, what was the most lucky team we've seen recently? It's got to be the Giants, but you're right. I mean, 11 was pretty lucky, but they didn't have that Tyree catch. That Tyree catch really uh, was fluky. Oh, this is just for you, Bobby. Ooh. The Ravens are proving just how elite Lamar Jackson is. Ooh. 25 points per game with under 10 points per game without. Did you see what they did? Like, fans are, like, throwing – they threw flyers out for the offensive coordinator to get fired. Someone went to the facility and threw out handwritten flyers that said, fire Greg Roman 
One of the linebackers posted the video on Instagram, Ooh. and he got in trouble for posting yeah. it. And then John Harbaugh had to address all this about Greg Roman getting run out of town as Ravens fans are now flyering the facility. Yeah, I mean, if like if the Cowboys lost Tony Pollard, or if the Vikings lost Dalvin Cook, the Titans lose Derrick Henry, that makes things really tough on your offense. Yeah. <laughs> Say so. the numbers again, with and without. So 25 with. Nine point six without. Yeah, and oh, that's a pretty big. And gap. your question is what? Are the Ravens proving how elite he is? Uh, no, I, I mean he or matters. How, how, how great he, he is. matters, and he and like I said, he is a great. He is a, a really good weapon, and they challenge you in certain ways. But like, no. Are you paying him? Yeah, I've said that. Okay, I've said. I just want to make sure. I, yeah, I haven't moved off that once. That you should pay him. Don't don't ever go into quarterback pur- or running back purgatory. But we're like, you know, where do you rank him? Like as what? Twelve to fifteen. Man, I don't know like how many quarterbacks in the top ten have a fifteen point per game difference. I, I what mean, about their offense and the way it's set up to like they're gonna have that a, may be they're gonna like, have a bigger disparity because of the way they run their offense. Yeah, like they don't like we 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 always say oh, like Aaron Rodgers got no weapons, got no help. We never say, we never give Lamar the benefit of the doubt of this guy's got no weapons. Right? Like he's got no receivers. Mark Andrews. That's it. Yeah, and now listen, I don't think the Ravens could sustain putting a drop back passer in as a backup because their offense isn't built for that, like you said, like they don't have any receivers. To well, throw people to. told me he was Mahomes. They're just screwing him. He, he could throw like Mahomes. That's that was that, that was an argument that someone made that you agreed with. That they're just holding him back. He can throw it like Mahomes. They're just screwing him with the system. Well, I mean, he's the system's putting up twenty five a game with him. Uh, you know, now he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not. They're twenty second in net yards per attempt, like this season with. Lamar Jackson. Oh, they're a they're a control the clock. That's what I know, mean though. Like he doesn't yeah. he can't he is absolutely not one of the top passers in the league. Around the NFL part one, we'll get into part two in the nine o'clock hour. Jerry Jones live at eight thirty. A Mavs disaster last night and the World Cup versus the Cowboys. RJ has the answer that we argued about yesterday. Next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Wolves looking for their third straight victory behind the back. Edwards inside. Oh! Kermit Wiltz! The bucket and the foul! Wolves TV as they control the Mavs after Luka and Jason Kidd were ejected. Kidd fulfilled his media obligations afterwards because he said, I'm already losing enough money, so I'm going to talk to you all. I'm not taking questions. I'm going to talk to you all, and then I'm out of here. But, woo, ugly night for the Mavericks. And I take you to Mike Basick's Twitter account, the most diehard Mavs fan in the Metroplex. Last night, by the way, Jerry Jones is coming up at 8.30. Here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby got the entire crew back together again. The Mavs don't really play a fun style of basketball. If you win playing slow and jacking up threes late in the shot clock, I can live with it as a fan. But this slow, boring pace of hoops while losing does not inspire me to watch the next game. Mm. Mm. Right? Uh, I know it won't happen, but the best way for the Mavs to get a second star is through the draft. Luka will probably get this team 40 wins. And the Knicks, the 12th pick. Uh, let's see. He. Oh, Dorian Finney Smith, by the way, was also injured in this game. He could be out yeah. for and 10 games. An adductor, uh, which is like your groin. So that, who knows? I mean, those those things could leave. We saw Miles Austin basically have a career of those things. Uh, and then he retweeted Mavs Film Room saying, Every night is a rude reminder of how behind the curve the Mavs are in their roster construction. So. There are the Dallas Mavericks at one game under 500. Look, he's right. I mean, they do play kind of a slow it down, boring style. It's not the great, and that's surprising with Luca. You would think with him, it would be so much more fun to watch. But man, I just, I just hate, I hate isolation basketball a lot of times, and then just sitting around waiting for the three. I get it. It's, it's the efficient way to win, or at least that's what they say. I, I it's just, it's, it's sometimes borderline unwatchable. It really is. That doesn't mean I want to go back to the 90s. That was worse. I know they had Jordan. But there, there was nothing fun about 90s basketball. All right, Chop. Yesterday we had, by the way, the Stars, the best team in town. They get another win. They beat Columbus 2-1. They've won 7 of 9. But yesterday we had the debate with the World Cup approaching noon. Mm-hmm. What should Fox do with the start of the Cowboys game? And we were split here in the room. Bobby and the Tolos on one side, me on the other. What would you have said? You're sitting there watching, right? 11.58, 11.59. We're in the shootout. We yeah. have an epic all-time great game on Fox with Cowboys-Jags set for noon kickoff. Okay. The easy answer is put them both on a split screen right there in the middle. Okay. That's the easy answer. People lost their minds for the judge home run chase when we did that for college football. Yeah. Um makes it hard to see sometimes, too, with that split screen. It does. It does. If this was the national game, like na- outside of Dallas and Jacksonville, it's an easy answer for me. Stick with the World Cup outside of that. Inside Dallas or Jacksonville, it becomes much more difficult. I will always side with this. The moment of the end of a game in overtime is far more important, regardless of whose team it is, than the start of the other game. I, I, if I miss the first series, oh well. That's I a, ain't missing penalty kicks. I agree. It's you got to read the room, 
And will it will it hack off a couple of Cowboy fans? Sure, they'll get over it because at the end of the day, penalty kicks are more important than seeing Maher out there kicking off to. But Bobby is some saying, dude. and he's probably right. Reading the room, at least look at the text. Reading the room is put football on. That's reading the room here. Okay, that's the majority of your audience. Is it a great the, the, question? <laughs> Richard Deech, the uh, the media writer, had written on The Athletic. He said, the NFL is Fox's most important property. There's no property even close. The programming philosophy here is that Fox is serving its national audience best by maintaining the NFL, which I think is fair. Okay. What are the numbers for the Metroplex that you got before we have Jerry Jones on? All right. So. This is just the amount of people who watched each, right? Yeah. All right. Okay, so uh, Bobby, you're, you're a math guy. Help me out here. Mm-hmm. When it says zero 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 in parentheses, do you just add three zeros to the end of it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so the Cowboy game got from adults twenty five to fifty four five hundred and forty nine point three, and then thousand. So five hundred forty nine thousand. Uh. Households or viewers okay. Okay. to watch this. Uh, the World Cup beat every NFL game. Including the Cowboys? No, no. No, not the Cowboys. Okay. It got 264,000. The next highest NFL game was Cincinnati and Tampa. Got 213. So it got half the Cowboys audience, but it beat every other NFL game. Yes. It beat the Giants Commanders, which got 148. And then Chiefs-Texans got only 37. 37,000. Okay. That's that's surprising. That's surprising it was that low. Fan text yesterday, Bobby said it was overwhelming. You switch it. They wanted to switch to the Cowboys game. I was sticking for the end of the world. Yeah, I I understand that sentiment. But, like, you know, like, we're talking about, we're talking about, like, the biggest sporting event in the world globally. Uh, But not here. Now, what would they? Let me ask you this: What would they have done if it was Mexico playing in this here in DFW? Switch to the Cowboys. Yeah. There. That, by the way, Fox announced they were going to yeah. put the World Cup on FS1. FS1. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably predetermined, obviously. All right. Let's get to Jerry Jones. He did not speak after the game. Why not? He said Odell was joining us. When and how did the Cowboys blow that lead? Jerry, live after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It is now time for the Jerry Jones Show. And, man, even more people are waiting for this. Yeah. Since Jerry did not speak after the game on Sunday, it's Sean, RJ, and Bobby, and Jerry is brought to you by Ford Built for Texas, Built for You. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Hey, guys. Good morning, and uh, a Merry Christmas week. Yes. Let's start off with uh, that real good. I'll tell you, this is always been from the time I was just knee-high to right now, probably my favorite week in anticipation. And Now we've got, uh, let's add Philadelphia to that background, and it's a big week. Jerry, how long are you going to keep the lights up past Christmas? Well, uh, which lights? Now, I've got them, I've got them most places I go, but uh, uh, I've run those things. Uh, uh, I guess certainly uh, I think I've had them up before through uh uh, St. Val- I mean, uh, Valentine's Day, Ooh. so uh, let's try that on for a sec. <laughs> All right, I'm kind of in with that one. Uh, Jerry, you know, we mentioned that you didn't speak after the game. You're ve- usually very accessible. We love the fact that we're like the first ones that get to talk to you, but was there a particular reason you didn't speak after the game? No, not at all. Uh, we were, of course, away from the away from the area where we were sitting, and um, we uh, were a little bit... Uh, uh, stunned, if you will, that we had uh, lost that ball game, and uh, uh, frankly, uh, by the time that our logistics, uh, as we saw them, got in shape, there we just I just decided to communicate with Mike, and and then um, again communicate with him yesterday. So it's not Jerry is fuming so bad he didn't want us to make a mistake saying something. He's so angry at this loss he didn't want to talk. Well, I you know disappointment. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that, uh, uh, and uh, I, I would say that uh, having lost that chance to have that win and and um, really stay in the hunt, if you will, for trying to get that uh, uh, comp division uh, title, uh, maybe uh, all of that was on my mind as well. I didn't obviously just. Uh, break neck, uh, get on a scooter, and try to get down there. Let's put it like this. <laughs> All right, Jerry, give us your overall assessment of the game uh, with the way that you guys played and, and obviously how it eventually ended. Well, I, we certainly uh, gave ourselves uh, a lot to work on over the next three weeks, and that's not looking ahead, uh, but it's factual. We've got three weeks before we enter that playoff. And uh, to get in there, uh, we could get in there in a little different shape. Uh, we all know by Philadelphia losing out and we winning out. Uh, but let's start right here. We have several things that we need to uh, work on and improve. I thought Dak either said it or implied it 
and that is we were going to go back and try to take the areas uh, that we uh, need to get better in, certainly before we get in the playoffs, and work on those. Well, that game exposed several areas for us to work on and on defense as as, uh, well as offense. And so uh, I look at it as uh, as a, after the dust settles, I look at it as a uh, uh, go to work, uh, use these next three weeks to uh, uh, basically look at if we're going to put some different personnel in different places, uh, look at how they play, uh, possibly take uh, a player like Vander Esch and get him ready to go. No, we're not planning on him this week, but uh, certainly get him ready to go and and uh, look at, at, at personnel as well as how we're implementing the personnel. Yeah, Jerry, when you talk about those areas, is it is it fair to say that maybe cornerback on defense and wide receiver on offense would be two major areas of concern, or are there others? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think that uh, uh, at the risk of pointing an area out, uh, we've uh, uh, we just need to uh, basically re uh, not reassess, but to basically evaluate and look these next three games if we're going to put some different personnel in there, if we're going to put a different player, uh, if we're going to play it that way, uh, then uh, look at the communication. Now, uh, I'm not making excuses, but uh, uh, we put, uh, at least in three different areas, we put three defensive players in at a different uh, than have uh, had a lot of experience there uh, the other day, and that really cost us a cornerback, linebacker, and and you, and you might say uh, uh, what we did at uh, some of our pressure. And uh, uh, all of that on defense gives us a lot to work on, but we can do it. That's the key thing. Uh, we have the talent out there to implement what we need to do here, and uh, that's the good news. And we've got uh, uh, three weeks to get in here and uh, make it, uh, you know, improve it. Jerry, uh, Dan Quinn said yesterday that there would be a, a competition at that cornerback spot opposite of Trayvon Diggs, mentioned Kelvin Joseph, Nashawn Wright, some of the options that they have there. I know you guys just spent a lot of, you know, a sizable amount of capital on, on Kelvin Joseph just a year ago as a second round pick. Is it, is it frustrating when you've got a second round pick like that, you know, deep into his second year and, 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 you know, now you're having to have open competitions instead of him just seizing that job? Uh, I wouldn't call it frustrating. I would say that uh, uh, that's the way it go. Uh, 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 some draft picks, uh, even though they're high draft picks, Uh, take time. Uh, Some draft picks don't get there like you want them to. Uh, uh, There's there's a lot of varying in between uh, uh, putting the complete responsibility in a critical situation and on the come or getting better. And uh, we're now getting down to the point where it's uh, when we get in that playoff, it's win or go home, uh, that we've uh, got to put more emphasis on being able to play that day, that's that uh, way against uh, that team. And so we've got to uh, not look at the future so much and look more at right now, this afternoon, how, what gives us the best chance. And by the way, what scheme gives us the best chance with that personnel? We can really zero in on it because uh, – 
that much at stake. So you might look at your personnel a little different is really what I'm trying to say or what you're trying to do with your personnel than you do back up in the season. Jerry Jones joining us here 105 through the fan. Uh, I wanted to get your take on the final series of regulation. Uh, run, run, and then pass on third and ten. What was your like? What were you thinking during that series? Did you like the passive or the conservative approach? And then how'd you feel about going aggressive on third and ten? I'm, I'm not going to second guess that call. The world knows uh, whether you go with a uh, uh, whether you go with a run the clock approach or whether you try to get it all right there. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm not going to second guess that call because it's too easy to do the opposite since it didn't work on your second guessing. Uh, but I understand what both were trying to do. I'm not so sure <clears throat> that it's as simple as run or pass there, which really is where most of the critique comes from, because if you run, you run time off the clock. Uh, as There's another part of that equation, and it's the, the route and the, uh, what you tried to do when you did decide to pass the ball. And uh, that, that has to be and, and is uh, certainly critiqued and looked at. In other words, the route and the people you've got in the route. And uh, that's very critical here if we're going to uh, decide to uh, throw it rather than run time off the clock. Jerry, And, and that's the kind of thing that you'd be evaluating uh, yesterday and evaluating this week and if you run into the same circumstance again. Jerry, we thought that Dak played very, very well. That last interception, unfortunate. We thought it was uh, it, it was right there for Noah Brown to catch. The first interception, maybe he got his arm hit. H- how did you evaluate Dak's play on Sunday? Outstanding. Uh, we can win with him playing like that to be trite. I thought he played outstanding. And uh, as we see, he wasn't playing against Chop Liver out there. And so uh, I thought he did really well. I thought he made good decisions. Uh, overall, uh, uh, we can uh, if he'll play like that, we can win most games. Jerry, you know this is uh, the the second game here in about a month on the road uh, where where a big lead was lost. You had the fourteen point lead in Green Bay, seventeen points this weekend. Is is that in particular concerning some of these collapses on the road, especially knowing that if you don't win the division, you're going to have to play some road playoff games. I've looked at uh, these comebacks that we're having. Uh, no, no number is safe, uh, and uh, I think it has to do with uh, the confidence and the. Uh, 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 I think it has to do with just a willingness to be more aggressive across the national football. League. <laughs> and so, uh, I think that's why the leads aren't safe. And uh, when I say safe, I don't know that they ever should use that word safe, but. Uh, uh, but you're seeing a lot of comebacks, and you're seeing them a lot of against teams that uh, are uh, are some of the uh, some of the the ones in our particular case that have a lot of respect for that defense. Uh, but uh, the one thing about Sunday, uh, let's give uh, uh, the the Jaguars and let's give their quarterback uh, everything he's due. That was an outstanding game he played, and he neutered what we wanted to do with him on pressuring. And uh, that had everything to do with uh, uh, him him having the skill set that he's got. We had trouble tackling him. Uh, we were on him a few times for losses. We couldn't uh, get him down like we you would think. Uh, he had something to do with that. Jerry, are you concerned teams might be figuring the defense out? 
Oh, I think that's what you do. And uh, you, uh, uh, in, in football, as you uh, go in and as teams move along, you uh, uh, you adjust to uh, meet what they do best. That's, that's the name of the game. I'm not trying to be trite. That's why really in your portfolio, whether it's offense or defense side of the ball, uh, that's why you need to have a large portfolio as you go into the playoffs because uh, teams are going to have read your mail all year long, and uh, they're going to stop some of the things you do well in the playoffs, so you got to be ready to do something else. It's all of the deal. Jerry, it looked like the defense, uh, specifically on, on the linebacker side, really struggled when Leighton Vander Esch went out uh, early in the game on Sunday. Um, do you expect that to be an extended absence? And, and I, I mean, is there any concern about if Leighton's out for a little while, you know, maybe looking around the waiver wire trying to find a linebacker to add? No, no. that uh, I, I don't see us addressing it from outside at all. Uh, but we've really got some good players. That's one of the strengths where we are with our – uh, ability, athletic ability, and, and really football ability um, is our linebacker group. And we uh, are going to uh, – uh, we will be play better. Uh, we've got some guys that uh, uh, Van Der Esch, uh, when, when Van Der Esch did leave, uh, they astutely, Jacksonville astutely uh, took advantage of, of that, and uh, that's a place where we can get better. We can play the scheme the way we want to play it with the people that we've got, uh, even though we don't have Vander this for a couple of games, but potentially. Jerry Jones here on The Fan. How did you feel the rotation worked at uh, right tackle with Peters and Tyron's return? Uh, uh, Tyron was amazing. Uh, that's quite an accomplishment for him to come in like that. And I thought Peters did well, did very well. And so uh, that's a good combination. That's a uh, it's really exciting to think that uh, that's what you've got as we go forward here. And uh, so uh, I give it an A-plus. I feel very good about where we are at uh, with uh, Taron and Peters. But uh, uh, I think uh, uh, certainly uh, you'd, uh, like anybody, uh, you'd like to have a couple of them back out there. But uh, when I look at the overall, I like the way our left tackle. Uh, the other Smith, boy, uh, boy, he played physical. He, he was just amazing uh, how physically he was. Uh, he had a couple of, of uh, busts or a couple of, of, of them get away from him, but in general he played well too. Uh, boy, I really like the way we have shown the position facts, and I really like what we've done to uh, get ready for the next weeks ahead in our offensive line. So, Jerry, see, see if you think that this is fair, just a fan sentiment and 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 some of us that the contender status for the Cowboys yeah ten and four in the postseason but it feels like with San Francisco and Philly we've taken a little bit of a step backwards in terms of contender status is that fair or you think an overreaction? Uh, I, I hate the negative, uh, and as you say, well, you're always trying to gild a little, Jerry, and maybe I do, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. but uh, step back seems a little harsh. Uh, we've got to realize that when we get there, uh, the San Francisco is going to be really uh, ready to play, even though they're on their third quarterback. And uh, so everybody's coming in with some challenges. Uh, By the time we get there, we've got a chance to be really uh, substantively better 
than we were against Jacksonville. We can be. And uh, one of them is Tyron, the very one you're talking about. He will get better as he plays. And even though that you're talking about probably a Hall of Famer. Uh, but so we can do that at, uh, at various parts of our team. And uh, we're so uh, we're so lucky to be able to sit here and say we can be better by the end of the after we've played these last three games. That's the key, not what you saw this weekend, but what you're going to see when we get in those playoffs. And we have a chance. We've got the weeks to do it. We're not sitting here talking about uh, uh, been in the playoff game in Jacksonville. Uh, uh, won the game. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, a month to get this team better, and we can do it. Uh, Jerry, speaking of getting this team better, you were quoted by USA Today as saying Odell's going to join us. Uh, how close is that to happening? I don't. Uh, I don't have an assessment of that. Uh, but as of this morning, we don't have anything. But uh, I, I don't have an assessment. The reality is, though, that we're. Uh, time is uh, moving on down the road relative to being uh, uh, relative to uh, uh, playing uh, in uh, the uh, playoffs, and so uh, the, the every day uh, diminishes our chances of getting uh, going forward. Jerry, you know, you guys have been in pursuit of Odell Beckham. You added uh, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I know Michael Gallup was struggling coming off that ACL injury. We all thought that he had had, had kind of turned a corner and was playing much better. Last couple of weeks, just three catches total. Um, is that a function of needing to get him more involved in the offense, or or do you think Michael Gallup's still just just trying to to find his game again? We need to get him more involved, and uh, he can be. And uh, but uh, I will say this: when you run the ball as much as we did, which I'm all for, when you run the ball as much as we did. Uh, it's hard to get everybody as involved as you want them, and so. Uh, uh, but that's the that's what we've got. That's what uh, we want to be having this conversation, guys. Did we run the ball too much? Do we need to make more opportunities for these receivers? Uh, but uh, you know, uh, the the game played to our hand, and we're sitting here about uh, uh, Gallup not getting enough touches or enough uh, balls in his direction. Uh, what we wanted to do was what we did, and that is run the ball. And then we wanted to make them uh, 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 get in a situation where we could pin our ears back and rush him, and uh, we didn't get it done. But we can win with that formula. And if so, then I hope to be having some conversations about, well, we need to have Gallup or, uh, of course, uh, uh, Brown played the, the absolute best game of his career. It's a shame that he had to drop because up until then he was outstanding. Yeah, Jerry, there's uh, reports that Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, could miss this game uh, with a shoulder. As fans, we're like, just just get him out of here. Let's get the easy win. But like for you, do you do you like to see the other team at full strength to get a good kind of idea of of where your team is and and kind of a benchmark? You know, just by the nature of this conversation we're having this morning, we've got our hands full. It's a legitimate question. But, no, I don't give it a lot of thought as to uh, who's over on the other side. Uh, frankly, uh, if this thing were more decisive about uh, the winner of this automatically got the uh, buy through the playoffs, uh, then uh, that might be something that I would have spent more attention to. But 
right now I've got all of mine on the Cowboys and what we can do to get better, no matter who their quarterback is. Jerry, uh, last question. Uh, it was reported that from the owners' meetings that the NFL wanted to remind teams how much money is being spent on coaches who are no longer employed. Oh, what did you make uh, of that and the reason for it? I mean, you guys are businessmen who know how much money you're losing or gaining. What, what was the reason for the league reminding teams of that? Is it just about continuity? Uh, no, it's it's about uh, the amount of money that is going there. And uh, uh, first, the the obvious is the contact of the of the um, uh, of the message or the memo. Uh, but more importantly than anything, if you have policies that allow coaches uh, that if some other team wants them to uh, come work for them, uh, and you have a contract. And you put in the contract, or don't put in the contract, but we're just allowing move around, which is another issue. Well, when you do that, you disrupt the sanctity of the agreement because the coach stays even if the head coach leaves. Now, that's a mouthful, and and I apologize to the listeners out here. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, they're just reminding everybody that uh, you're doing a, a lot of valuable resource for coaches that are being paid that aren't coaching. And uh, that is, when you think about it, that's just, uh, you you go, duh, of course you are. <laughs> if you uh, make those kind of contracts and you change coach, the new coach comes in and he wants a different coach as his line coach. Yeah. So they don't they don't stay. So you eat that if you're a club, and uh, I understand it. And uh, uh, that's one area where each club uh, manages its own dollars. Jerry, thanks for the. I time. don't have an answer for that. I'm sorry, guys. I don't <laughs> have an answer. But you're right. You're right. The league is reminding everybody that you're spending a lot of wasted money. Yes, sir, Jerry. Thank you for the time. As always, Merry Christmas week, and we cannot wait uh, for the bounce back on Saturday. Thank you. Well, guys, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, sir. Jerry Jones brought to you by Ford. Built for Texas. Built for you. <laughs> Look at the TVs. That quick, man. They, they plastered yeah. Jerry on Dak. Played outstanding in the loss Sunday. We can win with him playing like that. He wasn't playing against chopped liver out there on 105.3 The Fan. I am uh, I'm amazed by the amount of Dak disagreement. And I, and I know what I'm saying. Yeah. I, know, I know what I'm saying when I say I'm amazed because you shouldn't be surprised that there's quarterback disagreement in this city. But, my God. The, how many other people need to say that the final interception was Noah Brown's fault for you? I, I'm making a they rule. They don't care. I'm making a rule in life. I'm making a rule in life. I do this for politics. If in politics you're unable to say that your side, if you can't say that your side is wrong ever, I dismiss my respect for your intelligence. That's my po- that's my political rule. If you can never, ever, 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 ever admit, eh, I didn't like what my side did, I'm, do- I'm done with you. No political discussions. If you can't admit that that was Noah Brown's fault, you lose your football card. You, lo- you-, you lose it. It's you're embarrassing yourself. Well, he should have thrown it there, Sean. He shouldn't have thrown it to Noah Brown. It's too low. It's too low. Yeah, he should have thrown it to Noah Brown. Like the first one, we can have an argument. The arm grab, the amount that it affected. 
There, you cannot have an argument on the final one. Period. You cannot have it. And the amount of people who get so triggered when McCarthy and Jerry are complimenting Dak's quarterback play for that game, like, you're exposing yourself as impossible. Yeah. I you're mean, impossible. Dak, Dak played well in this game. There's there's no way to, to shake it. It was a perfect first half. Yeah, he was like, what, 12 of 13 for... 15 you know. to 16 for like 159 yards. I mean, come on. The first half. Yep. Yeah. He had the game-winning play to know ever. Man, Dan Quinn... He's skating. The, these fan, the, the, this fan base is going to make me put the hate on Dan Quinn, and I don't want to. It's 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 starting to make me it's starting to make me turn. They will scapegoat, and they're not even going. Let's let's react to it. What Jerry Jones had to say. What are you taking from it? Final hour of Sean, RJ, and Bobby next on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.